Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. What a fine Saturday morning to you, gents. <laughs> it really is. It's a super Saturday morning. It's a it super, is. Is that like a you know, football thing? Super Sh- Saturday. Sure, I don't know. What's the it's weather like where you are? Super right? Saturday. Super Saturday. Iron. <laughs> super super, you'll buy super the seat, Saturday. Day, 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 day. Sabado gigante. <laughs> hey, Peter, are we live on the YouTube? We're not. <laughs>
No, we're That's not okay. tonight. We we're not tonight. To you know, nope, they, they tonight. don't like us. Nope. Okay. We are not tonight. And I mean, this morning. I mean, this morning in the bright nope. early mornings. It just feels like tonight. Uh, this uh, tonight because we've stayed up all night partying, right? That's because that's that's us. That's right. Hey, I'm still. I missed last week because I am just wrapping my two week long post Oscar party. Uh, there you go. Is that what uh, it was? I thought. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What a run. Two and what weeks. did you do after after your Oscar party? Did you rescue any cattle, Pete? <laughs> Our top story this morning: the clown prince of crime rescues a cow. <laughs> <laughs> now I laugh. I'm sure he had a purpose. Did you, uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, rescues a cow and her calf, Steve? Well, he. Okay, I mean, part of his speech was, you know, highlighting different issues, and you know, one of them is about inhumane acts of the dairy industry, apparently. And um, so he decided to follow up on, you know, I'm going to practice what I preach, and you know, we've got to, you know treat each other better. We've got to treat animals better. So he went to a slaughterhouse and uh, brought along some cameras, had a discussion with the president and CEO, and was able to, quote unquote, liberate a cow and her calf. He named the mother Liberty and the baby Indigo and took them to a little farm sanctuary. Is this like a starfish example? Is that what he's doing here? Starfish example. What is that? Oh, you like know, where the you guy pick on the beach, beach, and there's there's thousands of them, but he's picking up. He one throws at a time. one back in, and yeah. he's like, like, "Why? Okay. Why do you do that? What does it matter? It, it matters to this to one. This one. To right. this one. I yes. get it. These two, yeah. the other thousands that are slaughtered, but <laughs> hey, it makes a difference for this one. Yes, <laughs> Liberty and Indigo will live out their lives in a farm upstate, riddled in shame and survivor's guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it feels a little bit stunty to me. It's just because it wasn't you, Pete. You just you wouldn't say that if it was <laughs> you I who didn't went into the it. idea. Yes, it wasn't your idea first. So, as long as we've known each other, we still don't really know each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was your idea. You gave it to me. I, I apologize. <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, apparently the uh, long time this is in the article at movieweb.com long time vegans and vegetarians are proud of Joaquin Phoenix for shedding more light on animal rights absolutely as they should be I ate vegetarian tonight oh I had I, I, had I ate a vegetarian tonight <laughs> <laughs> next week Joaquin Phoenix will be rescuing uh, somebody from a, a grips of a cannibal it's fantastic. It's the next issue now that we've solved cows. That's See, what, right. he, what, what he really needs to do is he, and I, I can't remember the name of the short story. There's a short story that's the story of like these cows and they're talking and they tell the story of the one that came back. And it's like the story of the cow that went to the slaughterhouse and manages to escape and tells the story of like what happens to them when they get loaded on the truck and nobody believes them. It's this horrific story, and I can't remember what the name of the short story was, but if he's really interested in, you know, supporting, you know, liberation of animals from slaughterhouses, he should make that into a movie, or he needs to arm wrestle Temple Grandin. I think those are the two things that he could do to... He can't. He can't. <laughs> the movie sounds like... Because of his press, he cannot arm wrestle <laughs> Temple Grandin. She will destroy him. <laughs> I don't the know movie if you sounds saw like him in the party. Joker. He's very frail, <laughs> but he can incite other people to help. Yes, that, okay. that's that's where that's it comes true. in. That's true. Excellent save, Andy. Excellent save. Uh, 
We have what else do we have? The police academy movies are coming back. Are you kidding? Some yes, people no, applaud I, that, perhaps. Is you that, know who what, when are you guys doing that? Is this, that? You're doing that as a series, you. right? We've been waiting for this uh, new series to come out, yes. <laughs> there are seven movies. Are there seven? Eight movies, actually. Because that there were there's up through six. Yeah, there's a lot of Police Academy movies. We could there, do that, Pete. So Police Academy, long. Police Academy 2, their first assignment. Three, back in training. Four, Citizens on Patrol. Five, Assignment Miami Beach. Six, City Under Siege. Then there was Mission to Moscow. Then, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I guess uh, I guess that was it. So maybe there were only seven. Have, have and you now seen it's them the all, series. Andy? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, okay. I saw probably, because they were, I mean, they were popular, so popular that they came out once a year. Like that, like they were just really <laughs> yeah, riding that yeah. train. They that's rode Steve, that that's, train. Remember, you guys, Steve Gutenberg was a hell yes. of a draw between that and Short Circuit. That's right. Yeah. No, I I probably saw through four, maybe five. I feel like five. I remember the trailer. One of the cops like pointing a gun at a shark that was in the waters, threatening the beachgoers, <laughs> and yeah. like sticking the gun at the shark's nose underwater, and. I think I may have seen that trailer and said, no, that might have been <laughs> you know, where I stopped. That's that's too far. Okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> I have to tell you, I, there is some enormously satisfying, very stupid humor in those movies. And you know, I, I would not be I would not be uh, opposed to actually watching to doing it by the number minute. number one again uh, by minute. <laughs> Police oh, Academy no. by the minute. Oh no! Uh, so the yes. ble- oh, all seven of them by the minute. Wow! And the series. Yeah. Oh no. The, okay. This there was a series. I didn't realize this. There were seven movies. Um, then there was a TV show, and then there was a second TV show. Now apparently, it's going to be a third TV show. The first TV show uh, ran. 88 to 89, the second one, 97 to 98. Wow. Who knew? <laughs> well, uh, there, I, you know, if Bobcat Goldthwait can be convinced to change his mind and come back, that, that may be, that may satisfy. You know what, Andy? You know what this is? This could be to the geriatric action series. This is like the expendables of dumb comedy. <laughs> Uh, I imagine that you would be a guy who'd be super into this. And we could do like Red and then Police Academy reboot and right? Who's no, doing, I noticed who's you're doing si- this your TV silence. show? It's on HBO, HBO Max. Max. What's HBO Alleged- Max? Is that like Allegedly. Cinemax and HBO had a baby? No, no, no. They're they're no. I think they're Sounds like it. It's a, HBO, HBO Max. Max is a new uh, what was it's it? Their per, it's their generic streaming service. Is what oh, it is. Okay. It's going right. to have a lot of stuff on it. And they're still going to have the HBO premium brand, as I understand it. Um, but HBO Max will have more stuff, more crossover stuff, more series. I think they're going to throw less money at more stuff. How <laughs> about that? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, um, I'm curious now if anyone from the original stuff is uh, is coming back for it, or if it's all just uh, if, oh, if it's like get, recast. You throw some money at Steve Gutenberg, he'll show up. I'm sure. 
what? Yeah, well, what he, has and Steve he and Porter. Michael Winslow, he and Michael Winslow have, have been talked to. Jordan Peele, they've talked to Jordan Peele about it. They've talked to Bobcat Goldthwait, who said he's not interested in it. Uh, but this is this. These are early leaks. Uh, it looks like they're also talking about uh, new oceans installment in the same article. So I only bring that up because you're going to see it when you click through and read this article. That um, I don't know why they would want to do. Another Oceans movie after eight wasn't that successful, but right. if they can get George Clooney and Brad Pitt back, uh, they might do another Oceans 14. It's getting a lot of people to write for. <laughs> so confusing. By Oceans 18, it's going to be <laughs> practically Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Everybody will be CG'd into the heist. It'll be great. You guys are going to love it. I can already tell. <laughs> Amazing Stories is back. We got the first trailer for Amazing Stories. Now, I imagine, looking at the three of us, we were all fans of the original Amazing Stories. Oh, yes. I yes. loved it. I have the first season yeah, on DVD, actually. Not Laserdisc, I mean, I, Andy? Not no, Laserdisc of that? you. Uh, the first trailer dropped. What do you think of it? I'm I'm thrilled. I'm excited to see what they do with it. I mean, I loved them. Um, I hope it spurs them on to release the second season on some format because uh, that had some episodes that I really enjoyed that they uh, that that have never been uh, uh, put out there again. So I am, I, you know, I'm curious looking at the trailer. It sounds like it's new stories, but some of them look like familiar. So I'm like, so is it a few new stories? And then some like, like the old um, Alfred Hitchcock well, only, presents that they remade in oh, the 80s that were actually just some of them were remakes of right. the originals. So I'm curious if they're going that road or what they're doing. Well, because it's only five stories. Right? Yeah, that's what, right. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I. It's been a long time since I watched any of the Amazing Stories, so I couldn't readily clear identify if any of these were they were revisiting similar stories or if these were all new stories. But I think this is at least in my estimation something like this is happening because of the success of a show like Black Mirror, where yeah. you get you know people will show up for. You know, these sort of, you know, short anthology shows, anthology shows. Yes, exactly. So although interestingly, did did um, uh, Twilight Zone do very well? I I mean, they buried it on CBS All Access in the early days. I forgot that they are. They came out with that. uh, You know, I will have to take a look to see if it's still there because I did, you know, get the CBS access for Star Trek Picard, but I haven't dug around in there. Enough to see if it's there or well, it, it if is it's good. still is there. It there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely there. And I, I, did, I signed did up they, too. But Steve. they did. I, but did I they just do did. one season of it? I mean, they, was that they it? Did as far as I know, they, they just did the one season, and that was it, right? Oh, okay. yeah. I haven't heard any news about it, and you'd think that that no. would be something that would crop up. Um, do we need to talk about politics? No, we can talk to the right. Train to Busan follow-up. <laughs> Let's sequel. do that one. That's better. That's, that's more fun so because we all enjoyed that movie. Um, so it's not a sequel, <laughs> right? We did all enjoy Train to well, Busan, and also right? Talking about, but the talk way about Train to Busan is an opportunity to talk about South Korean films in a positive light. Let's just say that. There's our political message. <laughs> there we go. Okay, well done, Andy. <laughs> there we this go. is why you're a podcasting <laughs> professional. I didn't. I didn't mean for my tone to sound like... It was, you know, it was no. Oh no. yes, we all love. We all loved it. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'm not sarcastic at all. <laughs> uh, but this is a well, not a sequel, but in the same world, and it's uh, called Peninsula. Um, so I, I like this idea of being able to revisit a world 
without being tied to those same characters. It gives us the opportunity to tell a different story with similar elements without having to struggle with, well, what story do we tell about this character or these characters again? Uh, which I think that was that sort of what they did with 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later, 28 Years Later. It, was, it wasn't, the, I don't remember, because it wasn't the same characters in that, was it, with 28 28 weeks, weeks later. later? No. It was Robert Carlyle in the second one and his and his family. The first one was uh with uh, uh what's his butt? Our favorite um yeah. And they went back and they saw Doctor Who in the second one. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well, I don't remember so the beginning. Him. Yes, they did. Was they that did. uh not Eccleston? In the big house was it and they set no, that's up the first one. military. That's the first one. Oh, it is? Yeah, the second oh, one. Man, yeah. The second one has an even again. bigger military thing going on. Oh, okay. Um well, and the the mansion, right? Was that still the first that's one? That's still the, the first one. Yes, yes, that's the one we've talked about on the show. <laughs> I only watch these movies together. Right? You'd think I would know, right? I don't know where they stop anymore. I watch them exactly 28 weeks apart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but the the good news is it's in post-production, but has already been sold to a North American distributor, WellGo USA. So we will be getting it here in some format. Uh, but I... I did really enjoy that, and I, I like this approach to, uh, yeah, well, it's like, same, same universe. It's like Fear of the Walking Dead, right? I mean, it's the same principle. You're taking the same apocalyptic zombie problem that's happening, and you're just looking at it in a yeah. different place. So I'm a fan of that. Yeah. I like that. I like to think that they're in the same universe as The Walking Dead, actually. Oh, okay. And World War Z. Just wait. All the same. Eventually, it'll be zombie on zombie All zombie movies are within the same cinematic universe? They sure are. The Uh, ZCU. Here's what's not in the same cinematic universe. I only bring this up only because it is, knowing that it's not the most popular bit of news for me to be following, but I am going to give you the Shantaram update uh, that they have halted production because they don't know how to write it. And if you have read Shantaram, you would know that might be a problem that they should have seen coming. Uh, it is a massive story and a massive book. And apparently, while all the episodes have been outlined, uh, the showrunner uh, and quote, high-profile screenwriter Eric Warren Singer behind Top Gun, Maverick, and American Hustle has not completed all the necessary scripts, and he will now leave the show. Uh, New showrunner is expected to be hired soon. Filming is unlikely to resume. They have filmed two episodes of the 10, and now they don't know what to do next. So stay tuned here for your Shantaram update. More as we know it, folks. We're I, not going off sad... the air until we get more news what? on what's going on with Chantaram. This is the Charlie Hunnam that he is uh, is heading this one up, and it's a Charlie Hunnam thing. After uh, the gentleman, I know where we you know we we like old Charlie Hunnam. He's a nice he's a nice fellow. Calls his mother often, and we're sad that the show has been put on halt because I think it it's promising. It's a promising story, but apparently it was too difficult. That's hard. That's hard work. Rough stuff. We do trailers. Let's do it. Uh, who is Steve went first? Yeah, right? Steve gets to go first. Oh yeah. Oh wow. This just ties everything together because I, I don't know the story of Shantaram, but it is about a heroin addict that escapes from a prison. And I've got a trailer that's about somebody escaping from a prison. And our list is about prison breaks. It's all coming together. (laughs) This is just... So my trailer is... Well, I guess I should say 
it's a bit of a dry climate for finding trailers right now. There wasn't a lot out there that really spoke to me. So I'm going back to one that actually was released uh, back at the end of 2019, I think is when this trailer first dropped. Uh, so this is a film coming out right around the corner on March 6th. This is Escape from Pretoria with Daniel Radcliffe, which is based on the real-life prison break of two political captives and I love a good prison break story, and this one had some really innovative uh, mechanisms they were using to uh, to escape that really intrigued me. Um, I'm always up for a good Daniel Radcliffe movie, and this one just looks like uh, they're they're doing some things I hadn't seen before. And the fact that it's based on a true story, I'll always show up for that. I, I agree. I I remember having seen this trailer the first time, and I I feel like, I, and I sent out as soon as you picked this, I'm like, I think we already talked about that one, and I think it was because I got excited about it and I wanted to pick it, and then I either it was ended up being a time when I wasn't around and I couldn't be on the show, or um or I picked something else instead, but I, I got excited by it because it just it looks really good and it looks like the sort of prison break movie that looks really interesting. Um, making the key out of wood and trying to kind of go through that whole process, I thought was uh, pretty interesting. So, uh, and Daniel Radcliffe, I think, uh, does a lot of really interesting um, films that he's been kind of uh, following up with his Harry Potter experience, just doing some unique stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, I think it looks really cool. I'm excited about this one. Me too. His face is growing into his beard. You notice that? <laughs> like, he's, he's always been a guy who can grow a good beard. But the beard has been a little bit premature for his face, and now it's it's not. <laughs> He's finally growing into his beard. He's growing okay. into his like a it's like a German Shepherd puppy growing into his ears, <laughs> into his paws, right? or yeah, <laughs> into his, his paws. Ears, yeah. okay. That's exactly right. That's right. And that's what that's what we have here with little the, puppy Radcliffe. with the, the young young Daniel. I think he looks great. I think the story looks really clever. I'm very interested in uh, Francis Anan. Uh, I haven't seen anything else that he's done. He's got a bunch of shorts behind him. This looks like it could be uh, you know his first major production. Uh, feature production and uh, so I'm uh, very excited to see what comes of it looks yeah. great well, well it's hitting the US and UK on March 6th though so hopefully at a theater near you to check out some uh, Daniel Radcliffe there for uh, oh I guess we could call it a spring break movie right <laughs> okay <laughs> great get it he's spring, spring. Yeah. he's gonna spring break yeah yeah spring and break free okay. all right time for more um, coffee time to wake up guys that's right, that's yeah. right. <laughs> my uh my trailer i don't know what to make of of my trailer i'm doing run uh i had some choices uh and, and I, I i did go with run because i Honestly, I thought Andy was going to go with <laughs> Run. Uh, I thought this was going to—it was going to be a lock for him. This is from director Anish Chaganti, uh, uh, by uh, written by Anish Chaganti and Sev Ohanian, uh, starring Sarah Paulson and Kira Allen. Mostly Sarah Paulson and Kira Allen. They, um, a homeschooled teenager, begins to suspect her mother is keeping a dark secret. It's one of those movies we were just talking the other day about movies that are that do a good job of making banal subjects sexy, like research, like searching the internet. There are some clips in this trailer that make searching the internet damn thrilling, and uh, I, I like the tone. I like Sarah Paulson looking scared and angry and screaming, and uh, I, I think the trailer does enough to promote uh, to provoke a mood of curiosity for me that uh, uh, that that it, it looks like something I I might just be into um, uh, it's it looks it looks different 
I don't know. I So I just read this story about how the oldest Guinness Book of Records, oldest woman in the world uh, who died at 122 years old was a complete fraud and that it was actually the woman died and then her daughter took over her identity. And then when the daughter died, they just made it as if it was one person. And suddenly that story feels like this story, that maybe they're one person and there's some sort of fraud going on. And it's just (laughs) creepy. There's a lot of creepiness in there. I definitely didn't read that into the trailer. But <laughs> what, <do> you, <laughs> oh, what, do you, what did you think? Oh, I didn't know this was the director, writer-director team that did Searching. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. one w- with, with John Cho trying to find, you know, so we, yes. again, so the, the we, internet one. The whole internet. Making thing. the internet ah, sexy, sexy Steve. Steve. Do you oh, see? Oh, now I do. But see, there wasn't, there, were, there seemed to be not a lot of internet because, you know, Crazy Mom disconnects the internet. And it seems to be more of, you know, wheelchair antics around the house it is definitely wheelchair antics That's it's right. like misery so, is what this was like yeah yes it, it had had elements of misery to it but then they and, see the name changes like what's your name do they have what is the deal with the names that's the thing that got me off on this identity thing yeah it's it's an intriguing little you know thriller that uh yeah it's going to depend on the chemistry between these two leads in this. And, and from what I see in the trailer, I, I'm on board for this one. This is one that uh, I don't know that I'll go to theaters to check out, but one that I'll definitely, you know, shows up on streaming. I'll be, I'll be there for. Maybe a, a double feature candidate. with Searching. Maybe because yeah. I haven't seen Searching. Has, have either of you seen seen that one? I haven't. I haven't. I, uh, I have seen Searching. Okay. And... Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's I, a it's at a solid seven point six on yeah. on IMDb. So the, well, the oh, thing okay. is, I, I I worry about my bias because I'm I'm a big John Cho fan. I like yeah. the John Cho a lot. It so. it has a great vibe to it that does feel like you know like that misery sort of thing, like um you know where you're uh, you know trapped in this situation and you're trying to you know with somebody you're trying to figure it out. I I just liked the vibe that they had, and I really yeah. was fascinated mm-hmm. by this. Actress opposite opposite Sarah Paulson because I hadn't seen her before. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, color me intrigued. I will color you exactly intrigued. It comes out <laughs> May second. If anyone actually says that, but yeah, no, I'll color I'm gonna you make it rich, make it a deep <laughs> intrigue. Yeah, <laughs> deep. I'm going to go over it twice. <laughs> intrigued and curious. Indeed. Uh, so get ready, May second in the U.S. and uh, that's what I got. What that's got, what AD? I got. I'm going with a, another trailer, kind of like uh, Steve. That uh, the trailer had actually dropped last October, but I totally missed it. Never saw it, and now they're kind of plugging it again because the movie is coming out soon. It's a little indie film called Inside the Rain, and it is. Uh, I apparently it is a a portrait of bipolar disorder and depression that some people are saying is fairly accurate as far as how they are depicting it in this film. Um, the, the, our protagonist of the film, um, actually, uh, you know, is a character who has bipolar, uh, disorder and depressed and is trying to kind of, he decides he's going to go to college and it, and it kind of is a mistake because he can't quite connect there. And then he's, you know, having trouble connecting with, uh, the, he's got a counselor and his parents and these people in his lives and then in his life. And then he decides, you know, he wants to meet a woman, but he doesn't know how. And so, uh, he goes to a strip club and ends up meeting a stripper there and finds a connection. And 
it ends up looking like a really interesting kind of a character comedy piece, kind of a drama comedy that has a little hint of romance in it. And uh, just it looked like a really interesting story about a guy who is dealing with some of these issues, but made it all feel very authentic and about real people. So I was really intrigued by this one. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I am very, very much into this movie, especially because he says repeatedly in the beginning that he has bipolar and ADHD. And as a longtime host of Taking Control, the ADHD podcast, I have a very strong connection to the the vibe he was putting down in this movie. I thought uh, I thought he looked uh, great. Uh, I thought that you can you can actually see the uh, the bipolar, the OCD, the ADHD, like even in little tiny clips. It is uh, it, it looked like a, a performance. I'm super curious to to explore. Yeah, I was I was along mostly, and then in the trailer it takes the twist of he's trying to make a movie about his story, <laughs> which I That's thought gets it. to this meta piece, and I thought <laughs> now I'm really intrigued by what's yeah. going on because we've got some layers going on of you know what is his perception of the story, what is this movie going to look like? Uh, yeah, very. It, there's a lot of things going on here, but in a way that doesn't look messy, it looks like it's. Just some layers building on that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued by how well this is going to work. But it's, it's something that I haven't. I thought it, from the beginning, I thought, oh, I've seen this type of thing before. This is I, I always get concerned of what you know when we have a story around a person with the you know with medical or you know per, any of these types of issues how are we accurately representing that what are we saying about them and this looks like it's it's doing a, a good job of representing that by allowing you know to i guess i without looking at the right i'm just babbling on right now without looking knowing <laughs> that the writer and director i was wondering if this was like based on a true story of somebody that actually had gone through this experience and this movie was the movie that they wanted to make about their own personal thing and maybe that is the case with aaron fisher well, i don't I'm, know what i'm reading is that uh you know this film was written by directed by and stars aaron fisher and it says he has these mental health disorders okay so it's so, him telling yeah. his own story well fictionalized version perhaps yeah but yeah, yeah. that's yeah yeah. Pretty interesting. I am very intrigued. It looks like this is going to uh, be playing in select theaters around the U.S. starting March 13th. Uh, so just uh, just under a month away for this one. Seems like a perfect um, trailer rewind pick. Yes, it does. All right. What are we going to do? Are we going to do a little re-ranking? Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, we can. I'm the one who remembered that. That's a first. You, I am. you didn't put it in the rundown. I mean, come on, we're going through this document. And it's like, where, where's the part oh, in here where it's like, God. in bold letters, hey, let's re-rank some movies, Andy? <laughs> oh, my. Hey, Get it loaded. Re-rank some movies. Yeah. Andy? Uh, that's brilliant. There we go. Put that in the template, Pete. We need that there. Looks okay. Like I, I put an intero bang for you. Oh, Steve. right. Excellent. Yeah. I don't even remember what that is. What was that? It's an exclamation point, point question mark. mark. Oh, yeah. it's an right. enthusiastic question. That's right. <laughs> or as I like to say, the podcast toss, Andy. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, first up, Steve, you can keep track of the number of these that we do. So we do 10. Oh, that's right. Are we, okay. Yes. First because... up, we have Kind Hearts and Coronets. 
or the prestige? Uh, the prestige. I'll say. Uh, oof. I'll say I sure the prestige. do like that kind hearts and coronets, but the prestige yeah. is the one. I don't think Steve has seen kind hearts and coronets. Yes, I yes, did. Oh, you did. I did. It was on the Criterion Channel, and I did watch <sighs> okay, that. Okay, good. All right. Yes, but I agree with both of you. The prestige. prestige. All right. Next up, we have. Uh, uh, well, I can't do this one. I got to switch. You can't do what? It's <clears throat> it's a film that Peter and I have discussed, but has oh, not actually played on the show <laughs> yet. It was yeah, two thousand one versus Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Screw all y'all. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Opposite. You know what? I'll stop you right there. Uh, the Adventures pleasure. of Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> Opposite Infernal Affairs. I'm going to take oh, Infernal no. Affairs, please. It's Infernal Affairs. Steve? I loved Infernal Affairs. Uh, I don't think Steve has seen Infernal Affairs. No, I did. I did. Yeah, I did the whole after you guys did that, and uh, yes, this, and I agree. Yeah. Okay, so you agree uh, with us? Though? See, you were so quiet. I just that, assumed that, that you had seen it. No, no, I wasn't because I'm like I love I love me some Buckaroo Banzai because I saw that when I was like whatever 14 so years old. You were the age. I, you were the age to see that. I was yes. the age, and I love that movie so yes. much. So I always have to say Buckaroo Banzai because you know, no matter where you go, there, there you, are. you are. So you're saying Buckaroo Banzai. Yes, I am. I mean, it doesn't matter because I, I'm I going know. with Infernal Affairs. Pete betrayed oh, his are. childhood. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, no. I okay, I, okay. I just yeah. want you to know, Steve, that I'm with you. My okay. spirit is with you. Okay. All right. Uh, Infernal Affairs held steady at 268. <clears throat> Next up, we have The Wizard of Oz or Pale Rider. Pale Rider. Uh, I will say The Wizard of Oz. Oh. Flat out classic. Pale Rider. I don't believe I've seen Pale Rider. Nuts. If I because I, I was trying to think, did I see that like way back in the eighties? And I don't think I did. I saw previews of it, but I've never actually seen the whole thing. So you guys are gonna have to All right. RPS this one. All right, let's do it. Oh one, one two, two, three, three rock. You have been uh, kicking my He's booty on a lately. Roll. I, and this is shocking because Wizard of Oz, Pete, is pretty yeah. high on our chart. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that high. So like, Pale Rider went, but it did go almost 100. It jumped wow. almost 100. So that, Pale that was, Rider jumped 100? That was way too big of a jump for Pale Rider. <laughs> I like Pale Rider, it but it's not yeah. that good. Pale Rider yeah, went from big. 233 to 140 on our wow. chart. Actually, actually, I feel like that's okay. I don't think Pale Rider is a top 100 movie for me, but I think it's in the top. I, I think it's okay where it is right now. Don't touch it now. Just back away. I from can't. The I can't. Next up, we have The Silent Partner or Labyrinth. I got a lot out of that movie. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning toward that one. You guys did not vote for your childhood, but I'm voting for mine. I'm picking Labyrinth here. Oh, God. I haven't seen Silent Partner. Do you know what? You said Silent Partner versus Labyrinth. And the reason I was questioning is because the moment you said Labyrinth, I immediately forgot it. Well, then we're going to have to do a Rochambeau here. Yeah. So here All we right. go. Yeah. One, One two, two, three, three paper. Oh, wow. Man. Silent Partner stayed steady, 134. Oh, okay. As in, all is right with the world. All right. Defending Your Life or Creed 2? Oh, Creed 2. Creed 2. I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. <sighs> You've got it's some really watching good. to do. It's really Yeah, good. I know. It's on Hulu. I know it's I'll not on the Criterion Network. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I'm trying to stay caught up with this French crime series. I'm, I'm like right there with you guys. Yeah, you're so. doing great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, Star Trek Nemesis or Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, the, the 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 odds. The the it's it's Star Trek the the odd ones, right? I mean, because it's the odd number ones that are always yeah. worse than the even numbered ones. And you've got Nemesis has some really great things going on with the Romulans and the two sides of the moon and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but it yeah, also it has some pretty nonsensical stuff, especially when it yeah. involves Data and his. Uh, yeah, the other data. Um, uh, data and other data. <laughs> the pieces that they find. Uh, yeah, the, when uh, they go in the dune buggy. They do the, the dune uh, buggy. Uh, buggy. Uh, Worf drives a dune buggy. Uh, no, Picard's no, he driving. He fires. Picard's Picard driving. drives Picard's, a dune buggy. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Uh, Star Trek Three has its own problems. Christopher yeah. Lloyd as a Klingon uh, fighting a giant <laughs> it's slug. Pretty rough with his dog. Yeah, oh. his Klingon dog. But oh, it does have yeah. the uh, the big destruction of the of the Enterprise crashing into the planet. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Star Trek Three. Uh, three. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. Pete, are you struggling I, okay. here? Still. I, well, of course. Yeah, I'm struggling. I. I. I remember yeah, liking you, Star Trek Three a lot more than uh, I had in the past. It had some good stuff going for it. Well, there it's it's a middle years kind of original series Star Trek, and they, I I definitely struggled with that one. And uh, I I like Nemesis just because I really I, I like Picard an awful lot, mm-hmm. and I think his whole thing with uh, and now I'm uh, Tom. Uh, I'm not Tom Arnold. Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. I was yes. like Tom Arnold, Tom Brady, Tom Brokaw, Tom. No. <laughs> Tom Brokaw. Tom Star Brokaw. Trek star. His whole thing with his twin, Tom Brokaw. <laughs> uh, I I really like that stuff. That that yeah, part. No, of, yeah. There's some stuff. There's that's really there's stupid, some good stuff. Really like set design is great. There's there's set a lot of stuff. Awesome. Yeah, but no. No, it's searching for still, Spock. You guys are you guys yeah. are still searching for yeah. Spock. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. Lean in, lean right. in, Christopher okay. Lloyd. Star Trek Three dog. went from three hundred seven to one sixty two. Oh, now that's no. inappropriate. <laughs> that was too much. You should be wait, filled wait, wait. with regret. So that meant Nemesis was that much higher? I, the, yeah, I guess it so. should be, and it so. should be higher. I think. No, I think no, it it, no. Yeah. It was a, too late now. Next up, yeah, the hospital or the Maltese Falcon? Oh, it's the Maltese Falcon for sure. Maltese Falcon. And Steve hasn't seen the hospital, so. He yeah, can't correct. speak to that one. Uh, <laughs> next up, Moneyball or Alien? Oh, Alien. alien. Oh, Pete, wow, sorry. It's, it's I Alien. I was almost going to speak before. And no, now it doesn't matter because Alien's okay. one of my top movies. Yeah, so, no. Definitely I alien. love Moneyball, but Alien is. Moneyball is. Alien so stays good. at spot 21. Where are we on this? How many have we done, Steve? That's uh, six. Okay. Gosh, it's only six. It feels it like is? we've done 20. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It feels like an eternity. <laughs> right. Thank you for smoking or the adventures of Baron Munchausen. Thank you for smoking, please. Thank you for smoking. Oh, yes. Thank you for smoking. Uh, went from 199 to 116. I'm surprised it was so low. Oh. Wow, that's shocking to me. Why, well, yeah. why was Munchausen higher than that? That's uh, Munchausen bizarre. had a jump in one of these re-rankings it because oh, it went over it? something okay. else. The Dead Zone or Snowpiercer? I got to go Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Snowpiercer held steady at 42. What a great film directed by a South Korean filmmaker. <laughs> that's Snowpiercer. If there's a South Korean-shaped shiv, we're pushing it in now. Yes, we are. 
The Asphalt Jungle or The Book of Eli. Ooh. Wow, that's that's tricky. I'm leaning toward Book of Eli. I'm leaning toward Asphalt Jungle. How Little hard. John Houston, Sterling Hayden. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But hmm. and I have not seen Asphalt Jungle, so you guys gotta battle that out. I don't think I don't need to battle it. Yeah, I, you do. I don't really yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I don't know. Because you're on a winning streak. Oh no, you blew the last one, didn't you? So I don't know. No, I did not blow the last one. Okay. I chose oh, not to battle. Keep going. And that was the blow. No, no I, I actually am okay. This I these are I don't have the will to fight about this one. Okay. So Asphalt Jungle then. Asphalt Jungle had oh, steady oh, at two forty seven. Okay. That's that feels good. All, All right. right. A League of Their Own or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Butch Cassidy and the Butch Sundance Cassidy. Kid. I love League All of right, Their that's Own, our, but it is Butch that's Cassidy. That's our 10. That's tw- Hell Steady at 29. So there you of go. Of course. As there it you should. go. All right. Some ranking done. Re-ranking done. There you go. All right. Uh, judging by the rundown, we are now moving on to the list. Ooh. So Steve? we did, we did uh, Le True <laughs> as the movie that we talked about this week, our, kicking off our French crime film series. And it's about a prison break. So of the choices that we put out there to our listeners over in our Discord group, uh, it was prison breaks that we uh, that they selected for us to talk about. So, Steve, kick us off. With Prison Break movie with that you my love. first Prison Break movie, and th- there were a f- quite a few ones that uh, popped to mind. But this, as I did some searching, I thought I have not seen this movie in forever, and I remember enjoying it a lot as a adolescent for I don't know what reason because I, I just think about this. I'm like, this wasn't a movie for kids, really, but I just remember really enjoying Sylvester Stallone and a bunch of guy, pris- you know, prisoners of war playing, you know, soccer against the the, the Germans in uh, victory. And the, I don't remember much of the beginning of that movie, but I remember loving that whole soccer, you know, competition at the end. And are they going to escape? Or are they going to win the soccer match? And then there's the, to get Sylvester Stallone to actually be the goalie, they had to break the goalie's arm so that they could get Sylvester Stallone to be on the team and uh, John Houston 1981 81 yeah I love that one that's my first uh, I guess a bit of an unconventional prison break but still there's you know they're they're digging tunnels and they're breaking them out I only saw that for the first time um, I don't know sometime in the past uh, 10 years or so and I was really surprised by it I enjoyed it so good pick I've seen it once and it was a long long time ago and I had you shown me the poster, I don't think I would have told you that it was a prison break movie. <laughs> it sounds like I need to watch it again. <laughs> he was escaping. Counts as prison break. There I'll uh, yes. all right. Yeah, so okay. what I'm, do you got? I got a as I try to do for these things. I found a movie that looked intriguing as I was doing my research, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. I've never seen it. And that is Jean Renoir's 1937 La Grande Illusion. And it was uh, it was great. It was a great experience. It was heartbreaking and funny and uh, charming and sad and kind of gross and pretty racist in some areas. <laughs> and uh, also some of the turns where you think that they're going to escape and then they get transferred and then it's a whole nother movie and it was great. And so I had a really great time with La Grande Illusion and uh, uh, I, I think if you're uh, if you're up for another French movie after this series, you should add this to your list. 1937, Jean Renoir, La Grande Illusion. That is a good one. 
definitely uh, something we may talk about on the show at one point in the future. I think so. Just yeah. maybe. Just maybe. It's on the list. I am, for my first one, I am, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go with this one, and I think it's probably a little bit of a cheat, <laughs> because it was a miniseries on TV. <laughs> And I don't think that is exactly... <laughs> I think we both right. signed at the same time at you. Yes. I know. I know. I, I never break these rules. But it was, it's it's based off of a novel that is one of my favorites. And it's, the I think, the best version that has been made of it. I could pick the, uh, the, the more poor uh, film version that was made uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s. But I'm going with the 1998 miniseries, The Count of Monte Cristo. Uh, starring uh, Gerard de Depardieu as Edmond Dantes. Uh, I I just love this story. I think it's such a fascinating uh, journey. And as this guy who escapes this prison and then basically just goes down this really dark road of revenge for the rest of his life, really interesting story. And I just, I really uh, found the book very mesmerizing. And uh, I just was really impressed with what they did in that particular version of the telling of it. So that is my first pick, The Count of Monte Cristo. I don't think I've seen it. Not that version, no. No. Have you seen the uh, the the movie version that came out in the uh, what was that? Um, yeah, the, that was the Kevin Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, two thousand two was it? Yeah, it was. Um, when was yeah, two thousand two with Jim Caviezel. Right. Yeah. Yes. And Guy Pierce. It was it, Guy that Pierce. was really yeah. big and grand and over the top and uh, a little nonsensical. You know, it was a very Kevin Reynolds sort of movie. Yeah. I just was real. I saw that and I'm like, wow, they just made that a big turd. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Steve? Steve, back to you. When I think of prison breaks, um, this one, I mean, it's got a prison break and it isn't the central piece, but it does set a lot of events in motion. And this was one that I think was a pivotal film in this this writer-director's career, and that is Out of Sight. Uh, I just With George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez, Luis Guzman, I mean, there's so many great characters, great stories, and the whole idea of, you know, the, the, the prison break that happens, um, you know, just... Love love this story. So that's my my number two out of sight. That is that was uh, a good one. Yeah, that's a great pick. And I, but I have to say, I'm relieved that uh, it it mine hasn't been stolen yet. And I'm going to put it in my as my second pick because I think there's risk. I hope there's risk because I really like this movie and I think it is an underrated prison break film. Although it's a solid 6.8 on IMDb, I'm talking about 2008's The Escapist. Brian Cox, Damian Lewis, Joseph Fiennes, uh, uh, Liam Cunningham. Ugh, Liam Cunningham. Game of Thrones. Uh, Dominic Cooper is in this. Stephen McIntosh's cast is just amazing. 
frankly, in The Escape as Brian Cox is. It, he spends his time trying to get out when he finds out his daughter, his young daughter, has grown up and taken into a life of drugs and he wants to get her out of that life. He needs to rescue her. The movie is told through a whole bunch of wonderful flashbacks that uh, tell the story of how he landed in prison along with him trying to escape from prison. The plan is great. It's essentially Latrue. There's sewers, there's digging, there's uh, running through, there's gates, there's sawing, there's it's all kinds of the, you know, prison escape things. Really enjoyed this movie. 2008's The Escapist. Director Rupert Wyatt. Never heard of I've it. I've never heard of it either. Yeah, it's good. You should see it. Wow. I'll put it on my list, but I'm like... You're making this up. I've never even heard of this. You're going to list up these people's names. I'm like, what? All these people together. You know these people. Right. They're real people. These are actual human people. (laughs) Oh, Rupert Wyatt did that right after Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I'm just saying he's a real person, too. No idea that this was a thing. Yep. Interesting. All right. Well, you you know what? That is people are going to ask me, what's the best thing that happened to you today? And I'm going to say this right here. This was it. Yeah. So he did this, and then he did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. He did Captive State. And then, what is that? Oh, for crying out loud, Steve. I don't either. I don't think I know either. You guys... Oh wait! I oh I remember this, this one. This was the John Goodman, and, the, and it was a it was oh, a Netflix the jam. alien thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, right. and it didn't do well. Yeah, that's it's why a, it is a solid six. Yeah. It's a six point zero. So you can't say mm-hmm. no, no. The, the the no movies that are on the cusp do not say you can't say solid. No, I mean solid it's right there on the border there. of being sucky. It's, a, <laughs> it's, right, <laughs> it's, it's right there on the border. All right, you win. You win this round. All right, for my second pick, I'm going with a film that is about uh, you know, kind of it, there's there's definitely prison break in it, but it's also just about kind of pushing the <laughs> the the bounds of what you can get away with in prison and stuff. And uh, it is the film that really makes you just kind of completely fall for Paul Newman. It is Cool Hand Luke. And uh, not to spoil the film too much, but the, the prison break that happens at the end of it that really kind of uh, cements the the final act of the film is really just like such a great uh, way to end this story after following this character for so long. Um, what a great film. That's my uh, second choice. Cool Hand Luke. And that's a There it is. Mm-hmm. How could it How not could that, be? Right. That I'm surprised a, that it hadn't been said. It was, well, when I save it for the top of my list, then yes, because what we have here is a failure to communicate. Exactly. <laughs> so that means I got to I gotta go to an alternate. Well, I hope that doesn't push you to stealing my number one. I guess we'll find out. What is a prison, actually? <laughs> no. What does it mean to escape? It sounds like it's going to be some Terrence Malick movie. <laughs> oh, prison of the mind. Yes, the prison of the yes, Pete. It is the prison of the mind when you are when you are try when you're you wake up and something's not quite right and you're trying to escape and you realize that it's all been a setup because you're crazy or are you on Shutter Island? Prison Which has elements of the prison break to it, but yeah, because he, there is an attempt to escape. Uh, but yes, it's a, a different different type of prison that perhaps he's in. So that's my my alternate number one is Shutter Island. I huh. can 
I can believe that you picked that. I totally can. That's on brand, if there ever was a movie for Steve to pick. I can't believe that my final pick actually got exactly where I wanted it to be on my list. I just... I can't believe oh, it. Dear. There was a lot. There were a lot of. There were a lot of movies. There were a lot of good ones to pick from. So I'm. I'm. There are not surprised that you guys have some alternate. There's some other ones here that haven't come. You're up. right. Yeah. There are some what? movies on that list, but not all of those movies did I watch with my pop when I was 15 years old with rapt attention while eating beef jerky, and that is Don Siegel's Escape from Alcatraz, 1979. Mm. Oh come on. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. It's Clint Eastwood for me. It's the uh, it's the the standard. Uh, it, it's the movie that sets the standard for Prison Break movies in my head. It is the canonical Prison Break movie, and Alcatraz is the the prison of all prisons. And there's sharks. And come on, Alcatraz. Uh, and but are they shooting at the sharks then, <laughs> with guns? <laughs> <laughs> my dad and I went to Alcatraz uh, in and, oh, and did awesome. the tour and tried to reenact it, and they kind of <laughs> frown on that. Uh, the tour guides yeah. when you take it too far. <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, Escape from Alcatraz, 1979. Clint Eastwood, director Don Siegel. Nice, nice. Uh, that's a, it's an enjoyable one, but it's not my number one. My number one. I'm glad. I can't believe that I made it this far. Uh, with this one as well because uh this is um not only is it one of my favorite prison break movies but it is one of my favorite movies period uh, it is the fantastic adaptation uh, by stephen king's rita hayworth and the shawshank redemption by frank darabont oh, it wow. is of course the shawshank redemption um what a film and uh just the way that this story unfolds and uh, that whole final act when the prison break is revealed and you see what Andy Dufresne has done and how it all came to pass, uh, all told by the uh, the fantastic voice of God himself, Morgan Freeman. Uh, what a film. It's just one of my favorites. So there you go. You know, I got to tell you, oh, yeah. I think deep down, I knew you were going to go with Shawshank as your number one. I didn't want to ruin that for you. Oh, yeah. You're, you're oh, I just different. figured we just assumed that everybody knew that's a great that's yeah. like, well, if you're going to do a prison break, this, well, yeah, everybody knows Shawshank, Shawshank is, is there the best too, yeah. pres- is there. So what else is there yeah. but besides that? So, oh, but no, I'm, I'm glad it got added. To, it, somebody mentioned it. Yes. So. yes. It hasn't been on a, on a list. Uh, in, if it has, it's been no. quite a while. So. Well, I haven't finished the database, but I don't think it has. It's <laughs> been a long time. Uh, I will say that my, my backup, had you guys chosen all of my favorites, was going to be Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope and Breaking Princess Leia out of prison. <laughs> and it would just have been a big thumb in the eye. I wanted Cube on there, but uh, I, oh, I felt yes. like I have already picked that three times. <laughs> over the last two years <laughs> and that was going to be wow, one too really. many so yeah yeah uh, would you so, call that a prison i guess kind of yes it there is. You go. thank you steve yeah i, I, I don't yes, recall why totally. they all end up there like it's not like they did something bad they were just picked for certain reasons though right andy we nobody knows until See, that's why i hypercube Cube. It's, 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 <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah. You have to watch all the cubes. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that you didn't pick that uh, that space station breakout that you love so much, Pete. Wasn't Guy Pierce in it or something? <gasps> oh, oh yeah. Oh, what is totally. that? Yes. Uh, oh man, why can't I remember the name of that movie? I don't know, but I was convinced you were yeah. going to bring that one up. Uh, Was it called Andy. Breakout? Is it just Breakout? No, it's I think Lockout, it... 2012. Ooh. 
Yes. Yes. Lockout. That's yeah, you're I, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And it's a solid six point right. one. So it just <laughs> right, squeaks over he, the six sucky area. That is right. Yes, he's got to rescue yeah. the president's daughter from an outer space prison taken over by violent inmates. Absolutely yes. right. And the, oh. the prison the president's daughter is Maggie Grace. And yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Super charming. Ah, well, there you go. Right. You lost That's, your chance. I did. You lost your, but now it's yeah. on the radar, Andy, and it's because but, and, of you. And, and now it's on the uh, yes. the. Um, we got two more weeks of French show. crime <laughs> movies, so we'll see if we can <laughs> yes. shoehorn it in there. What are we going to put up on the on the board over in Discord for this coming week? I mean, we're doing Rafifi as our next film, yes, which is a right. uh, heist. They're well, it's stealing, not a prison break. It's not. It's right. a heist it's film. Not, they're stealing from. They're breaking. They're stealing basically all the stuff out of a safe in a jewel. Store. Right. It's just yes. like Guy Pierce had to steal Maggie Grace out of that space prison <laughs> in lockout. Just like it. We'll call it the lockout honorary list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh definitely great heist films. It's gotta be. I mean, don't you think? Isn't that easy? Jewel, maybe we could say jewel heists. Jewel heists. Jewel heists. Okay. 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 Um, Already got one in there. Is is would safe cracking films be enough of a difference? The best safe cracking oh, films. And that's well. Uh, I, I'm just wondering what else we could do yeah. because there, there's there's that whole element of it, but there's also like they're dealing with the the you know the 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 gangsters yeah. and the the guy the, the guy who that, squeals yeah. on them. Right. Um, the betrayal yeah. and kidnapping and all that. Yeah. Um, um, uh, movie, great movie betrayers, hmm. or double cross, double cross. I'm looking at, yeah. I'm looking at IMDb keywords here. Double cross is one in there. Um, I like double cross. Yeah. There, there's also, we could go to the structural stuff, which is like, um, because you know, there's a solid half hour of the heist itself yeah, of right. silence. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to frame that in a way that we could even you know, narrow down. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I feel like we could say like real time, real, real time crime stories or something like that, or, or something. It doesn't even have to be crime, I guess. It could just be, you know, um, uh, scenes where a film depicts like a real process in real time or something like that. Well, because there, there are multiple elements of that because there were a lot, lots of, I mean, that was the, one of the things about this was that it gave people lots of ideas of how to like <laughs> do a lot of these things like the, the foam in the uh, alarm box. So yeah, That's so films it, that Steve best instruction manual movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Movies there you go. That teach yes. you to do something, do something in yes. the right way. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All That's right. good. Cause that, that's broad. It's not yeah. just crime. There's lots of other things. That's, okay. That's a great call, Steve. Okay. Then, that's good. That feels like a good list, right? Well, we only have two. Great Jewel Heist and then Best Instruction Manual yeah. Movies. Okay. Um, uh, oh, did we, were we going to do something about the betrayals or betrayers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah double cross betrayal. Double cross. Double, okay. oh, we'll just say double crosses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. I like all of those. Okay. Some some good options there. So that will go up in our Show Talk channel over in our uh, Discord group. For those who are Patreon supporters, you can hop into that channel and get your vote cast. Cast it hard and fast because lately... Well, certainly the... Uh... Um, the last poll was very uh, leaned Decisive. leaned very heavily <laughs> yes. one direction. <laughs> Forget those other options. We want prison breaks. Uh, good night, gents. Yeah. Good hey, Steve. Where should people find our uh, merch? 
Merch. Merch.com. TNR merch. Merch merchandise. The next reel.com slash merch. For crying out loud, it's a train What just happened there? I haven't had my coffee this morning. The next reel. You can get some great merchandise over at thenextreel.com slash merch. There it is. There you go. All right. And you can support the show. If you're not a supporter already, head over to patreon.com slash the next reel or the next reel.com slash Patreon. Who knew those would both work? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, and you can check out the tiers that are available over there. And uh, then you can do things like you can watch live streams of many of the shows as we record them. And there's a lot of nonsense that gets cut out of this main main show that you're listening to. If you think this is bad, you should join us for the live stream. <laughs> Talk about a disaster show. <laughs> Uh, we really appreciate you. Really you. It there. I, hey, I'm telling you, people like reality TV. This is your show right here. Uh, we, uh, I'll say, we really, uh, all sincerity, we appreciate your uh, support. Throw us a few bucks a month. It helps us uh, defray the costs of both production and uh, hosting and podcast delivery around the world. And uh, you know, there are little. It, there's it. It's. It's very much like Grubhub. What you don't see when you download a podcast is just the people on bikes who are delivering bits to your house, to your neighborhood. It's it's hard work. And so you are defraying the costs for those folks. And so uh, we, we appreciate your uh, participation. If you haven't done it yet, patreon.com slash the next reel, the next reel.com slash Patreon. One or the other. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Hondo. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.